What's up, everybody? I'm JJ John J. Stramski. And I'm Jason Goff. And if you haven't heard, The Ringer has gone local. I'm bringing the fire. I'm bringing the rain from the Big Apple with my show, New York, New York. And I'm repping Chi-Town with my new show, The Full Go on All Things Chicago. We've got episodes three nights a week with all the reaction to the local teams and guests. Plus bonus episodes around all the big games and storylines. So whether you're uptown, downtown, in the burbs, or a transplant. Make sure you follow New York, New York, and The Full Go on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. There you go. That's the first intro to the first podcast in the new studio. Bro, I did it. I did it. Here's the thing, though. We can use that, but that's like built into this recorder. I love it. Do you think the audience will know, like, is they're going to listen to like five other podcasts today and like everyone else is using the exact same one? Well, the first thing they got to hear on ours is that guy JJ screaming about his podcast anyway. So that's always the intro to our podcast. Uh, Sports cards nonsense. We are back after a week off. Uh, do you feel like you've been off of this for a, month. a year? Like, yeah, I can. It feels so foreign to me. And I was talking to my wife last night and I talked to you because after yesterday being in the office, getting stuff ready and I couldn't solve a problem for six hours, I said to myself, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I feel like I felt lost. I felt like nothing's going to work out. I need to go back to Dell. Dell popped in my head. No, things are going well. The office is now set up. The studio is set up here. Jesse's got the soundboard going. We've got the mic set up. So we have not done a podcast in a while. I'm going to tell you right now, there's not going to be as much banter today. Yes, there will. We have Why? major. I mean, I was all prepared to go run with this whole Jake Paul Pokemon thing and how it tied in with the authentication of collectibles in the sports world because of the baseball card exchange being involved. But now, um, man, I mean, Fanatic Spot tops yesterday. So um, that's let me, cute. Let me go ahead and share something with you and the audience. Here we go. Uh, so it's a fair to say that we can officially announce Fanatics is buying tops in the deck and Panini then, right? That's okay, what we got. so we're good. Yeah, we got I don't that. know what I don't know what got Wawa it. and Hackers <laughs> is, and they're buying <laughs> tops and Panini, and we're good. Did you call the shot? You did. I mean, I don't want to say I knew for certain when we talked to Josh Luber a couple months ago that that was going to happen, but he, it basically was a yes. So. I mean, it ties in with what he said, right? Evolution, not revolution. Yep. And he didn't think Fanatics would be making their own cards. I, so I would tell you this. I would ignore almost everything you hear on social media today. Today is just going to be nothing. Two things. People making useless, wild claims that they knew about this somehow <laughs> magically, which is ridiculous. Didn't we just make... I made that claim. Yeah, That's but fine. you said it. That's yeah, different. That's true. And the other thing is going to be, well, this is what's going to happen next. Obviously, this... Fanatics, by and large, has done this totally out of surprise. Like, surprised everybody with it, with the, with the licensing deals first. Mm -hmm. Now, with the tops acquisition... Uh, I would say this, the dumbest theory and statement I keep seeing is Panini is now dead. Panini still exclusively has baseball and football for the next five years. Football and basketball. Football and basketball. Yeah. The fact that you corrected me there <laughs> is so disturbing. so good. They also have a huge presence in baseball, although not licensed. Yeah. They're getting into soccer. UFC. Panini is not going anywhere. Will Panini get bought out? I was told by someone last night, there's no chance of that. I was said off the record, so that's fine. That's no names, but there you go. Can you say it if it's off the record? If you don't say a name, right? It has to be your <laughs> bull. That's to be your. Is that right? Um, I don't think Panini's getting sold to them. But if that happened like tomorrow, at this point, nothing. I guess that's my thing. But but Panini is still the only baseball, a basketball and football manufacturer. Can we say this though? Because it because it, I know people are going to start shouting this out. Yes, Panini is sponsoring a portion of the YouTube show. Like yes, there's which a, drops tomorrow. That's going to come out tomorrow. We're very excited about it. Would we say this either way? Yeah, it doesn't change anything. 
at all. And that's so the hard only to difference say, is now it, it is. I know from everybody's point of like not everybody, but you know the clowns who are out there listening to certain people who say like, oh, influencers are the devil, and they only say what they get paid to say. I don't think that is necessary. That's a fact. That's not necessary of everyone, but it is very true in a lot of cases. That is not an opinion. That is a fact that Panini has the exclusive licenses for the next number of years. But that's the thing. That's my, when I talked to you about this last night, I'm like, should we be nervous at all about this? And you said that. And I was like, I'm not worried at all. Absolutely. We have three more. It doesn't matter what anything they do. Unless they buy them out. Yeah, Yeah. Four more years. So what does it mean for the actual top space? I am going to do something today that I generally don't do when these announcements happen because I hate it. High five me. We're going to high five and then yep. we're going to speculate a little bit. I mean, uh, so they've bought tops. I have so many sounds to play for, for us he as is, we do this. He literally is Wait, getting. Can we do like a, we haven't, we're so out of touch. We didn't even do like a review or a big We're not pitch. doing a review. That's it. We're just getting But right. I have a thing. All right. Jesse's going to do his review thing. And then I'm going to give you, here's what's coming after the review is what I think this what my take is on what this means, which is as useless as everybody else's take. Actually, the review is not really much. We're going to talk about the tops. Uh, you do break, picture? The tops fanta- uh, fanatics. We're going to talk about the Pokemon. Uh, Just briefly. What's his, what's his name? I can't Jake Paul. Logan. Jake Paul. Logan Paul. Logan. One of the Pauls. <laughs> of the Pauls. <laughs> my middle name is Paul. Uh, and then we're going to do a little bit of to- uh, card talk with some mailbag at the end. Now, the only reason I wanted to do the review was so that I could do this. Big picture. You record. <laughs> I like it. I mean, I may need to make that louder. Big picture. There we go. It was That's better, better the second time. Yep. Yeah. So what do I think this means? Again, in my world, I think you're going to means you're going to continue to see certain brands. There's some different stuff with the whole Bowman thing because it's not a PA product. I'm not going to get into the specifics there because I don't have a, a firm understanding, but there is some talk that the Bowman license may not be renewable to put team logos on their product. I think money solves almost every issue you could come up with. So I, I think in a perfect world when fanatics really, and I don't have, we don't have a date with this either mm-hmm. before we get into that too. So yeah, I was going to say, let's give mention me the what that means. The yep. Basically the overall deal is not for tops entirely. It is for tops, the trading card portion of the company, not um, the candy or gift card line. Yes. It says it will include tops name in sports and entertainment division not candy or cards. So that's why they're saying roughly 500 million when before they were saying it was worth a billion North dollars. Five, yeah, yeah. I actually heard 1.6 billion and then it got taken down. So what does it mean for tops? Uh, obviously it means we're going to continue to see tops products. I think that's huge. Everybody was so terrified. Even though Luber said he doesn't foresee fanatics making cards or their name on a card. Well, now all of a sudden things like tops, Chrome, hopefully Bowman, I don't know. Triple threads, all these different brands just in baseball. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But what to me is, and you're not going to remember, this is before your time, but Topps Chrome Basketball is unbelievable. Um, LeBron? Yeah, like okay. LeBron. But they they had Topps Chrome up until, well, even past Curry. Curry may have been the last year, but that was a huge thing. Topps Finest, Stadium yeah. Club. These were huge brands I grew up with in basketball and football that have been gone for years because they lost the license. I just, that to me is amazing. If they're going to bring back iconic brands like that, I think that is awesome. That is how you keep, and that's how you fight against this culture of, well, Fanatics is new when they're coming in. We're boycotting them. Well, you're also now going to boycott Tops. I don't know that every brand comes along, but this is a huge, to me, this is a huge move to make that just says, hey, we're coming in again, what Luber said. And let me just be clear. What Luber said here, and he said it here first, unlike these other (laughs) hacks with podcasts who were claiming he was breaking news with them a month after he talked here. Fair. 
He said we are coming into evol- evolution, not revolution. Yes. I think that's exactly what this move is. We're, we're going to build out these brands. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see them continue to expand on the top's existing brand. And if you're bringing those brands back to football and basketball, that's a win for the hobby. I think it's really exciting just in the sense that what this shows to me is that they're ready to move. Because when we talked to Luber, he said that there would be a card produced by them next year. In 2022. Uh, yeah. In this year. I mean, yep. and that and it, 2022 is now. That means like we could see anything in the next few months to I wouldn't I'd be surprised if they wait till the end of the year. But what that also means to me is like they're ready to get going. And if you're going to get going, I feel like you need more than baseball, like especially especially if something happens and that we're still on strike. Well, hang on. They can't get going with more than baseball. Well, that's what I mean. So that's what I'm getting to is like so it does make me wonder. I know you said there's no buyout opportunity, but it does make me wonder is there going to be some kind of licensing agreement that they make with Panini before they get the before deal? Before they get the deal. I mean, it's possible. That's the other thing I would say. Anything is possible with this stuff. I, I think this has a major impact, though, too. It's obviously not super easy to go out and get Tops Chrome, Tops Finest, all these brands because they've been discontinued for so long. If those come back on the market, like as a collector, I don't know how you're not excited about this. Yeah. I, I just, when those things happen, them taking over baseball. I hope baseball just stays pat the rest of the year. Like I hope Tops keeps running it in house, keeps doing their thing. I think they've done a good job. I, I like how things are going. Um, I question how they'll use distribution for baseball, but again, I don't know if they're willing to come in day one, and we don't know when this deal takes effect either. Yeah. The only other thing I'm confident will happen is nothing. <laughs> when they did the whole confident licensing deal, nothing. which was the biggest news in the history of sports cards, we didn't hear anything official from anybody. That's for, true. I mean, honestly, the email that we read live yeah. on Instagram, again, at the time was breaking news. That was and the that most was that had come out. Six weeks after? At least. That's why I know we had reached out immediately to Tops. We Nobody's reached out talking. to Luber. We reached out. And we talked to a guy at Tops. He specifically said, can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then we reached out to Fanatics, the company. I, I reached out to them on Instagram. I reached out to Luber, night. too. Yeah. And, and we, we emailed. And his personal. His partner, partner in business. in business. I guess. AC. Yep. Lovely person. Um, haven't heard back from anybody. That means I think we're in for another, you know, I, I hope it's not six weeks, but we're going to have a little bit of time, I think, before we get more details. Now that all that being said, there's already speculation, even in this like article from CNBC that came out last night, that there's going to be more news coming out today. Which they said Tuesday. that last time, by the way. So who knows if that's actually true or not. But by the time you listen to this, maybe do a quick Google search to see if there's anything else out there. I would be very surprised if we hear anything else more. Um, yeah, I just don't, I, I just don't see it. Scroll down just a little bit on this too. Cause the next paragraph to me is interesting. Fanatics will also obtain rights to major league soccer. UEFA. Oh, yeah. Do you know what that is? By the way, Bundesliga, these are all soccer, Bundesliga, yes. formula one, formula one, which will be big though. And it says those leagues have agreements with tops. I don't know if those are exclusive. I mean, I don't think soccer is exclusive with tops because Panini makes soccer. Uh, yeah, no, that's not, but you know, <laughs> So what does this mean? Again, I just think it's an interesting move. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people have been making claims that, hey, we're going to see acquisitions, Nazi acquisitions. I'm impressed with how quietly Fanatics makes baller moves, quite I, frankly. I, Honestly, that's my biggest thing. I, I kind of get that same feeling of like, oh, they know that they're so, they they have the money that they don't need to make it a big deal. Like they don't need to make the announcement and put themselves out in headlines. Granted, they know it's already going to happen because yep. already other stories are leaking and granted to Sportico who read, uh, I don't know if it was Sportico or wall street journal, which one came first, but they both said something about the same time last night 
you know they're also saying something to them so that they have these articles ready to go. Uh, but other than that, they're I not think, going out to anybody else. But last time, the only reason I talked to the guy at the Wall Street Journal, I forget his name. The only reason that happened is because he works in the finance department. Mm-hmm. And they were told about it because it was a purchase of the SPAC or, or the SPAC was canceled. Oh. And it wasn't anything specific on the sports side of things. I think hmm. that's kind of what this is. Well, you know, you raise a good point because as I was reading through the CNBC article and what I read in the Wall Street Journal, there's really not a lot of facts in no. there. A lot of it's just same fake. as the like last the $500 million time. thing is like it says, uh, but industry sources put the deal roughly at 500 million. I, I mean, don't I don't know who that would be because I, I just this yeah. is a very close circuit. And there's even people in this industry who claim to be sources. I don't think anybody has a real handle on this thing. So yeah. we're not going to talk about this much more after today either until we see facts. If, if yeah. Josh wants to talk, give us any detail, somebody from Fanatics, if we want to get an email from an unnamed person again at Fanatics, that would be awesome. Very cool. Um, the only other thing I would say from Fanatics, just do me a favor. Don't sign the content. I, this came up the other day too, yesterday. You know, they're going to, now they're going to, oh, the next move logically, we're going to get content creators in the space. Please don't. I, there are so many hacks with microphones. Wait, Pl- who said this? This is just a speculation of some of the big clubhouse rooms yesterday. Oh, Pl- please do not go out and sign content creators. <laughs> I, I don't need I don't need other idiots talking about me and Jesse are dumb enough for the masses. We that's don't need very this. Fair. It's very fair. So um, that's it. Huge news to come back to. I'm not going to do an hour episode on it. That's that's it. There's nothing else to say unless we're going to just get stupid deep dives down rabbit holes that may never even exist. So there is part of me that kind of wants to. But yeah, I agree with you. Like At this point, we've already said all there is to say. And like Mike, like you said, guys, if you're speculating already, Mike put put this in perspective for me too last night, and I I realize he's absolutely right. I hate admitting that. Um, Why are your eyes closed? Because I was realizing I kept stuttering over those last few words, and I was like, okay. I need to focus up. Um, the thing I realized was that every time something like this happens, it is like groundbreaking, earth shattering news until a few days later or a week later. And then it's like not even talked about. Yeah. And I just avoid it after this because, again, I just think then it turns into blinds. And everybody, well, my source told me. Yeah. I just think our sources, because of that connection with Simmons and other people we've come in contact with, I think our sources are as strong as most. Yeah. And when they are all definitely telling me there's nothing else to say right now, it just means people aren't talking. People who know are not talking. So okay. that's it. When details come out, we're happy to talk about it. We'll break it. Um, we're going to follow up as much as we can and try to get an actual source to speak on it. I am excited. When the first Fanatics deal with the licensing happened, immediately I was like, oh God, what is going to happen? Everything is shifting. This move, actually almost nothing but stabilizes and makes me happy. Yeah, fair. Jesse has now changed the picture on this. So oh, me and actually, Jesse- actually, hang on. Before we sure. before I go to this, there is one thing I was going to mention to you was that I sent you this uh, picture that I think it was, who, who put this up? Gem Mint? Um, is it G-E Mint, the Instagram handle? I don't, I don't remember. Gemint. I never Gem- know how to pronounce it, but really they put out good content. Bottom line is they uh, copy something from Forbes. Forbes had put out uh, a few questions for the new year of sports cards. These were the three cards, or I'm sorry, the three questions for the new year. This is, this came out a few days ago, not yesterday. It said, how will NFTs merge into the fabric of sports card collectibles? Continues to grow. I want to, well, hang on. I want to talk, talk okay. about these for a second. How will, uh, NFTs merge. Uh, will sports card market maintain its momentum into 2022? And then the third one, will Fanatics pick up tops before 2022 ends? Can I make a serious suggestion? If you could lower your voice, but lean in closer to the microphone. 
I am hearing a little bit of echo around. Oh, are you? Yep. Not bad. Okay. But I think, I think you could speak quieter, but directly into the mic. How's this? Oh, man. Sampler. You just caught our audience. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I think oh, we're good now. Oh, I think we could do ASMR. We could do ASMR. I don't know what that means. Okay. You don't know about ASMR, bro? Okay. This is right. better now. You're talking quieter, but I'm <laughs> okay. hearing you clearer and louder. I love it. Um, but I did want to talk about these three Adam. questions. So, okay. Um, <laughs> NFTs? Let's just answer the first one because we're already talking about it. Will Fax pick up tops before 2022 ends? How would Forbes know to put that question out? That- I mean, everybody has done that, though. That's the thing. Like Ken Golden talked about this Friday night with, with Chris Hoge and the card ladder folks yeah. like live on Instagram because he had a business deal going with tops. And he said, all of a sudden they came, he confirmed this last night when I was live with him. Like all of a sudden talks had to come to a halt legally. He's like, so I knew there was some sort of an acquisition going on. It's the only reason that kind of stuff happens. Okay. You know, I mean, even like Jeff Wilson, that was his bold prediction for 2022. Yeah. We said the same thing a month ago, two months ago, we thought they might acquire, maybe they do. I'm just kind of at this point, I just, I think everybody was speculating because you've got a giant in the industry who the CV, what chief vision officer, whatever, the guy who's going to be in charge. Yeah. Josh has said specifically, we're not going to get into the making and manufacturing of cards. So you have to buy someone say you have to think, of course, that meant they were going to buy somebody. What else? What other option would there be? There's only two options. There's tops and panini. I just don't think upper deck is selling. I've heard that from guys who, who know much more about that company and there's nobody else out there to buy who makes any sense. So, okay. Well, let's hit the other two questions okay. then, and then we'll go on to the next subject. So, um, well, we'll just go back up the, the ladder. Will the sports card market maintain its momentum in 2022? Yeah, this is an interesting question. It is on the slight, you know, upscale of momentum right now. I think we can maintain okay. this, but I don't yeah. think we're going to see anything like the start of 2021 where everything spikes. Like, I don't think we'll see anything like that in 20. That was my stupid bold prediction on one of the shows we did a month ago. I think 2022 is just going to be the year. And by the way, this is going to sound like stuff you've heard this week. We said this months ago. uh, I just don't think you're going to see crazy spikes. I think you're going to see on court performance, you know, be much more of a factor, be much more of a factor than just stupid blind hype and, you know, all of a sudden a rush because influencers have talked about cards. People got burned doing that. Mm-hmm. The market wasn't sustainable like that. We're not going to see it again. I, I would I would tend to agree with you unless there is a catalyst that pushes something ahead. Because and, I, and if you if anybody is still a fan of the Josh Luber white paper that came out, I, I go back to that. And he pointed out a few times that he doesn't view that all of the things, the stimulus checks, COVID. Um, sports cards already starting to come back. He didn't really view any of that as a factor as to why we saw correct. such a huge boom. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do tend to agree with that, which makes me think like, is there really a stimulus that could change this? And the only thing I can the think social of, influence. That's what I was going to, yep. uh, yeah. And that's what we saw in connection. The other thing though, is we saw people lose physical communities. So yeah. they had to become part of a, an online community. Yeah. Directly affected spend. No question. I don't think we see anything like that in 2022. Even if if the pandemic keeps going crazy like it is now and things lock down again, because a lot of people got burned with that. They either had to sell at a loss or they're holding assets that are not what they thought they were going to be. I I just don't think we we see it. The only thing I think about is in the stock market where guys will buy in. Like when I say guys, I mean like hedge funds, people with a lot of money will buy into a company that they, they don't buy a few shares. They buy millions, if not billions of dollars. If it goes down, there's typically like cost averaging. Well, it's not just that they 
I don't want to say market manipulation, say but it, I feel like there's always market manipulation when it comes to anyone spending that kind of crazy money. Okay. And I say that to say, if there's anybody out there who is holding millions of dollars worth of cards, like, can they have a possibility? If not that Gary Vee's going to do this, but if Gary Vee has all the Jordans like he wants to collect, can he manipulate that market into making it look like Jordans are now coming like they're uh, much more expensive? And then if that if that's the case, a lot of people consider that as like the tracer card for the rest of the market. If that's going up, does that mean everything else? And then, you know, we lose out. I don't want to be like the negative Nancy. I just want to put out like, hey, guys, be cautious. If you do see things start to go up, don't think like this is going to be another huge spike that's going to stay forever. I would say if you are underwater on your investments and you see a huge spike, take the first opportunity to get out. I know you can be overwhelmed and you can be <laughs> underwhelmed, but can you ever just be whelmed? And the and answer that's what to that, I'm saying. we learned specifically, I think you can. And I England. think you can. So you didn't know that one. That's okay. I didn't. God, you love 10 things I had about you. So I, can, do I, I will also tell you the next show, which we're doing two days from today, we'll be back to our banter. This is a little bit more business because this is some big stuff. Here's the thing too. I have two different intros. I, well, <laughs> I've got that intro and I've got two more that I wanted to try. The biggest event is not fanatics buying tops. Wait, there was a one last question. Oh, please. How will NFTs merge into the fabric of sports card collectibles? This is weird. In 2022, you're interrupting me. And you're making more sense. <laughs> I'm just trying to focus uh, us. NFT. I just think we see it keep growing. People like NFTs. Like I don't. And, and people really, really hate NFTs. Yeah. But I don't think the guys who like it care. I, I just don't. Honestly, I do think it's kind of fun. Like we've talked about. We, I still rip the packs. We're going to rip packs tomorrow on the YouTube show. Yeah. Sports cards nonsense, by the way. We're gonna, that's where we're going to do our NFT rips, real rips. We'll have guests. We'll have golden items on there. A uh, bunch of panini stuff, and we'll do freebies and crap. So subscribe. Ooh, and we get and watch. to have like we'll have like people in the field stuff. We'll talk more about it tomorrow. It'll be fun. Yes, live correspondence at card shows in the field to kind of get the market sense. But here's a fun fact for anybody listening to the podcast and wants to also take in some YouTube. None of the content, well, for the most part, will overlay. Like we're gonna keep podcast and YouTube separate. Correct. We don't we don't want it to be like oh you have to listen to one or the other. Listen to all three. Have a fun time. Don't listen to any of them. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's also bigger awkward. than okay. fanatics bigger. buying tops. I bought Jesse the latest folklore, the name of the oh album, Taylor God. Swift, autographed. Can, that can will I, be displayed front and center at the YouTube show tomorrow. Can I say that this? You thought it was fake. I, I still wonder if it's fake. It's not fake. Because it's covered in cellophane? From the website. Her website. Oh, so she signed these. Yep. How much did you pay for this? $25. I got a deal from a buddy. <laughs> he bought a bunch. He's like, I was like, this is for Jesse. Really? He dominated her in a <laughs> talent show. Finish that sentence. Um, that's yeah. It was a you have the high school. To, you're interrupting, and you have the wit. <laughs> this um, in person thing has. Re- you know what the problem is? Weird. Jesse's also Jesse's a much larger human than me. <laughs> oh God, I hope there's I'm, video. I'm also sitting in a chair <laughs> that is built for a normal table, but the table we have is kind of a high top. Yeah. So I could basically rest my chin on the table. It's a really fun. Ronic, look. I hope we get one. And Ronic's not here at hey, all. Don't forget. Occasionally looking at this camera, the one with the red light. I also hope we get one video clip from the show. So you can see how laughable it is. You can't see me. I'm just like a child. <laughs> He's it's, really it's little and it's uh, really adorable. Thank you, by the way, for the Taylor Swift CD. I think that is really sweet. I noticed on that. I don't have oh, a CD player anywhere. Like not, I don't oh, you, own don't, one you don't play that. Okay. I was, it's a display uh, item. I'm keeping it in the cell. What's a parental advisory? What's that? What's she I, saying on there? When did that start happening? I thought, Clean it up, Taylor. How can my daughter listen to Taylor Swift anymore? I'll tell you that right now. Ooh, some of these look pretty good, though. I haven't listened to her <laughs> new album. All right, we'll check it out later. We'll check um, it out. 
Um, before we jump I, in, yeah. do you have anything else? Do you want to do you want to banter at all, or do you just want to jump? We're done with tops. I don't force banter, so no. no We're no, done no. with the fanatics deal. I think we go to the Pokemon deal. Let's quick. do the Pokemon deal. So let me just recap the story. Logan Paul bought this case, first edition, sealed Pokemon case, not box, mm-hmm. that was authenticated by. It, get the name of the company. Is it BCE Baseball Card Exchange? I feel like there's another letter. Uh, it's BCCE, I believe, but I'll double check it real quick. Baseball card, card exchange. Um, in sports cards with wrapping boxes, like they will in- investigate boxes of these actually sealed products and they will then put their wrap on them to let you know this is a sealed product. So this dude, J- Logan Paul, not Jake Paul, bought mm-hmm. this for three and a half million off of Shine, who's yes. a huge Instagram guy. Uh-huh. Shine paid 2.7 million from some dude named Jacob or Card Kahuna. Ridiculous name. Him <laughs> and Mealy Pops, who's a huge shop, bought this thing together. How do you have this memorized so well? I, I actually invested because I thought this was going to be our lead story yesterday until yeah. I found out Spotify had a made-up holiday. I don't even know what the holiday was, by the way. I have no clue. A lot of cor- corporations, they carry – if the holiday's on a weekend, they still give the holiday to their employees. They just carry it over. But typically, they only – if the it's a Sunday, off. they give Monday off. And if it's a Saturday, they give Friday off. So I'm kind of surprised they, they gave Monday. They had Friday off. Did all they? week off last week. Oh, not every. No, we just didn't have it because oh, all, everyone's taking okay. time off. Let's not interrupt the order here. Let me just. <laughs> Thank you. Here's the thing. If you look through the details of this, the, uh, off the site too, which I've actually a number of people in the TCG game have said me is a, has told me is a very reputable site, mm-hmm. pokeybeach.com. Mm-hmm. And there was a YouTube guy, Rattle Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tried to have him on. He big time us, which is ridiculous, <laughs> but that's fine. He was nice about it. He was. Uh, I, I've got to say in his first couple of videos, he actually just presented some interesting facts and evidence. The conclusion of the matter is, it sounds like Logan Paul and Shine are going to fly out to BCE, cut the thing open to investigate, are these even real? What people, I think, missed is this was touted as the only original sealed case. When you then go and cut this open to investigate, it is not an original seal. I don't think that should affect the value, but it does, it's going to greatly affect the value. You start doing some research into the backlog of this case, though. Mm-hmm. Some dude in Canada said he found this in his attic when he bought a new house. Mm-hmm. The story also changed a little bit. He would also not allow someone to come and investigate this in person. It sold at the end of March on eBay for like seventy-two grand. Yep. The deal fell through. Like this, I think the buyer was just like, "This is shady." Wait, at the end of what month? End of March. So March of this year, mm-hmm. it was seventy-two grand, and the deal didn't even go through. Correct. Okay. Jacob and Mealy Pops. I don't know the financial financials between them. Uh, I hadn't reached out to either one of those two either on here. They're welcome to join us on Instagram if there's something different to say. Looks like they bought the case. Then they are the ones who took it to BCCE to have it wrapped. Mm-hmm. Here's where it gets weird So to me. it is baseball card exchange, uh, but I've seen the BCCE places, but I can't find it now. So here's what's weird. And some of these YouTube videos and the clips, and I, I understand things can be edited as well, mm-hmm. but BCCE did also publicly say on their website at one point in an announcement, and maybe this has been taken down, that they are not really an authority on TCG. Oh, why are you taking trading card games? Yep. Yeah. So Pokemon. So they are the authority on baseball, sporting cards, no question. But that makes me wonder. So then what, why would their rap have any value here? The other thing is it looks like some barcodes are different. The toning on the label looks totally different than other examples. I mean, to the fact, obviously there's some smoke and fire here because there's some fire where there's smoke because these guys are going to cut this thing open. I also want like, so they bought the case. You know, it looks like, too, the labeling on the barcode might be wrong. I really question the authentic- the authenticity of this thing. We'll know when it gets cut open, but it just seems kind of shady. I-, I really think there's some nonsense happening here. 
I $3.5 million is just... I got to tell you this, though. To his credit, I don't know who Shine is. I know he's a huge investor, collector yeah. in sports cards. The dude came out immediately and was like, I will refund Logan if this thing is fake. Which is awesome. I have not heard the same from Jacob and Mealy Pops. Maybe they've said it because they sold it to him for $2.7 million. Yeah, exactly. I'd be very interested. If this thing's fake, who is left holding the bag here? Dude, it is kind of scary. But at the same time, if that if you have that, like this is the best case scenario is to have the publicity behind it so that you can go and say, you know, I can either ruin you by, if you don't give me my money back because everybody knows what happened, mm -hmm. or you can just be the good guy, the, the upstanding guy and give me the money back because you sold me a bad case. Here's, and here's option number three, Logan and shine get together with their massive media, social media followings and just make an event out of this. And it makes enough to cover the majority <laughs> of the money. I honestly think that's another one of these. Well, I think they're going to do that anyways, right? Well, I mean, they're getting together to actually open it. I think, in that, that will be something like there's going to be some kind of media around it. Oh, no question. I just, at the end of the day, the authentication to me. Yeah. I also wonder if this is fake, does BCCE cover the damages? Because if I take this somewhere to get authenticated. So that's a good question. What is B? Okay. So baseball card exchange, tell us what they do. Cause I know you've, we've talked they about literally a long inspect time ago. Boxes or packs, or in this case, a case. Is it authentic according to them? And they put their wrap on it. So then, you know, okay, it's been sealed authentic. I mean, say what you want about PSA. To PSA's credit, if they grade a card and it comes out to be fake later, but it's in their holder, yeah. they authenticated it, they will buy the card back. If I'm BCE, I'm coming out today being like, hey, we have to stand behind this. This is on us if it doesn't yeah. go through. It makes me wonder if they've got like some kind of insurance policy that says like, because I mean, this is a huge, <laughs> that's like a huge thing. Like if you're guaranteeing things, but I mean, maybe there isn't a guarantee. Maybe it doesn't I, say you I get your I just think there's back. a lot of, black guys that come out of this. Um, I, I think, again, I don't know the dude at all. Shine to me comes out shining. There's your pun for you. Ah. Because he came right out. Hey, if it's not fake, no problem. We're going to look and make it right. Jesse's yeah. reaching for the board. Hitting buttons. <laughs> See, I'm going to work on the timing of those. Yeah, but great. They work. I mean, the fact that he came right out, and I have nothing against Logan Paul in the situation. I have no idea. You know, it, I'm sure he has some authorities that tried to help him and, you know, or people involved. You would think. Shine has said, hey, if it's not real, you get your money back. I question the other people involved in this deal. The other reason, too, I have a bit of an issue is I then started looking to this card kahuna guy, and he is really vocal about... Pause, Ronick. <clears throat> he is really vocal about... Okay, the, I mean, there's videos with him and Sasha. Hey, the, the PSA 10 Charizard is a million-dollar card. Pokemon to the moon. This, they said specifically, this case is going to be 10 million. The guys, at least from what I have seen, do nothing but pump up Pokemon mm -hmm. and do nothing but sell their biggest pieces. If you think this is a $10 million case in a couple of years, why would you sell it to Shine for two seven? That doesn't make sense. And then the guy talks yeah, openly about how wealthy they point. are. Well, I mean, I'm not as wealthy as him. Yeah. I have enough money where if I think an asset is going to 5X and that 5X happens to be $8 million, I'm not going to sell it. Yeah. I think this is actually a great example of this is what, and this is just what I think happened. Okay. I don't know Mealy Pops either. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I have nothing, but I think this is an opportunity where these guys, again, that especially the card kahuna dude, let's pump the crap out of this product. Let's pump everything up for months. All of a sudden we get a case. We take it to somebody who has a great reputation in a related field, sports cards, mm -hmm. even though they do not in TCG. Yeah. Let's have them wrap it. And just by doing that wrap, I can then sell it for 10X what I paid or 20X. Because if you just saw the case... The other issue is if everybody in the Pokemon world was talking about this months ago in March and April, mm -hmm. 
if they know that this case only sold for 72 grand and the guy, his story has changed. That is the weirdest. Yeah, yeah. His story has changed. He's not letting people come and authenticate the thing for him. You can't go and inspect it as the buyer. He ships it to you uninsured. What are now, now the only, only caveat to the insurance thing is I have heard since COVID other sellers in, in Canada have told me getting insurance on shipping is almost impossible Oh, huh? for that kind of money, get in a car and drive it over the border. Fair. Um, I, I really just question this whole, I, I just think it's a train wreck. So here's the thing that happens sometimes is when there's so much mounting evidence to where it's so obvious, like that it wouldn't, it wouldn't seem to be real that it makes me think people know something we don't. And because when you're talking Absolutely. about the money part, like that's, that would be a big red flag. When you're talking about the simple case that on the outside of this case, the barcodes say one thing. And they know what the barcode should say. And they don't say that. That's another like that. These are obvious things that, oh, this is probably not that. So why would you buy it? So my thing is, do they know something that we don't? The buyers who bought it and sold it, does it turn out to be real authentic thing? Because how in the world would you go forward knowing these basic pieces of information? Yeah. And that's why I'm excited to see what actually happens. I want to see him open it. And that's the thing. I want to see what happens either way, though. The fact that there is this much this much suspicion, because now guys say, well, what if he opens it and it's real? No issue. Uh, Yeah, it is an issue because this was touted by, again, those guys who sold it as the only sealed case, original seal. It cannot stay originally sealed now because you've left all these question marks. So whether the thing is real or not, your biggest selling point was that. And that is not factual anymore. I, that's yeah. where I struggle. So do you think even though it's not original seal, like, and this goes for anything, like any product that has, cause would you say this is the same for the sports card world as well, right? If that's originally sealed case of 2003 tops, Chrome basketball, of huge money. That, that's much more money than if it was like, just you individual had all the boxes. boxes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The sealed cases is a huge thing. Um, and when that is your number one selling point and that is no longer the case. But I, do you think in cases like this where there's so much publicity around it that you can say, hey, this is the opened case sure, that from, everybody talked about? Yeah. And that's why, again, if this was just a stunt from the beginning, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, great marketing by Logan and everybody else, because who's not going to want to see this thing? I don't care about Pokemon. Yeah. They're going to go live and do that. I mean, the guy's a marketing genius. Yeah. I mean, like, good for him if that was your plan from the beginning. Again, my only concern here is if you're BCE or whatever, Baseball Card Exchange, there's no way you were in on this from the beginning because, quite frankly, I think they come out looking the worst. Yeah, that's... The original two guys, I just think if there's a deal that's that way, way too good to be true, some common sense would tell me to stay away from it. I have no differing opinion on Logan. I don't. It doesn't change anything, negative or positive. And I think the shine dude comes out looking like a stand-up dude. I sold you this. If it doesn't work out, I will refund you. That's it. Nothing else to say. Check out the other crap on that if you want to hear more. I don't know why you would. That's exhausting. <laughs> you you know all the information. Um. Wow. Okay. We've covered like the two main things we wanted to talk about. Hoops released Friday. Whole stuff. <laughs> I've got so that. weird. We go from those two things. To, <laughs> how far are we? Wait. You know what? Here's an opportunity for a little banter, guys. Don't force your banter. Uh, it's not a force. All right, so you guys all heard the opening intro. Let me play it again for anybody who's not aware. All right. Here's my fear, though. All right. They already have an open. You're well, saying you want to replace... There's going to so be an open can, to the open? I can give this to Ronick, and he can officially make this the open. 
if we wanted him to. Can Ronick make that decision? Is that his call? Like, just, this is one of those where you act first and then beg for forgiveness. forgiveness. Yeah. Not permission. No, there it is. Um, I would prefer this as opposed to the Beach Boys thing. Here's a follow-up. Okay. Oh, I actually like this that. Is, this is not the old one that we used to have, though. It's got it's a 2 no quick, though. Don't. That's it. You're too long. Too long. I actually like that the best. If you we like can do that, that for like three seconds. Well, sometimes it's not all about you. I want to hear what the audience has to say. Last one. Horrible. Horrible? Horrible. Get a off. little dubstep, though? Get it off right now. Okay. So like probably the not one. the third one. Ron, all right. You- first or second, I would like to know what the audience also has to say. But I agree with... I Honestly, I like If we ask Ronick right now, two... <laughs> you just came out to say one word. Oh, Ronick's not here with us. I don't know if we ever mentioned we that. We did. Oh, okay. Well, he's not here with us. All right. Um, there's a little bit of banter for you. Um, do you want to go into all the baseball? We uh, didn't on. have it on here. By you know the what way. else is on here that we did? It's not on here. We didn't talk about the Mint Collective. The big show we were going oh. to at the end of January has been postponed until the last weekend in March. It is now the 25th to the 27th in March. What do you think about that? I'm okay with that. Because honestly, I feel like I mean, it's it was coming up so fast in the COVID that thing. They like, just said it's because of COVID restrictions yeah. coming up. So uh, I'm fine with it. Um, I'll tell you my one. I hope I, I know some of those guys listen. I finally dug into that schedule. We are on a panel on Sunday, I think, together. Yeah. It's like two or three panels happening at the same time. Men collective people don't have competing panels. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, it's different subjects, though. Why are they at the same time, though? Because you have so many people coming. You have to get rid of some of these speakers. Did you look at this list? Here's the thing. I've been to many corporate events, and this is just how they do it. Like, they do it the same thing at, like, comic conventions and all that. You have different panels going on because you have so many people there. They got to do it. There's not enough time. That's a terrible idea. That's fine. I don't think it's terrible. Um, I did want to Here's one thing you can think about. Yep. What if... There are multiple panels going on, and we have the biggest audience. Wouldn't that make you feel something? What if we have the smallest audience? Well, don't think. Okay. That's all right. Well, don't think about that. You know what? That won't happen. The glass looks half empty to me. I'm going to wear a beard, a fake beard, and a bald cap. I don't know what to say to that. (laughs) I'm just going to do it. (laughs) I did want to run one thing past you, though. Okay. There is a huge show in Atlanta the last week of February. Would you be down to take a day trip out there? Oh my gosh, I'd love to go to Atlanta. Just for a um, day. Let me just check our. Here's. Can I ask you a, a question? Oh my goodness! Right as I'm pulling up my calendar, what? There is a person who found me through the show who is trying to catfish me. I don't know what like, that means. If they're just trying to like act like there's somebody, um, and is they are not. Hey, off no. ca- off camera, is it Taylor? It's not. We don't know. It's not, we don't know if it's Taylor or not. Is this serious? Yeah, they and I keep messing with them. They're like, "What are you doing over the weekend?" I'm like, "Well, my family was lost at a, at sea in a tragic cruise ship accident." Here's the thing: I'm communicating this to my wife at the same time, so there's not any funny business. It's just it's a it's a lot of fun to mess with these people. What is the end game for the person? I don't know how uh, this works. I I just want they have not led on to what they want. They just they keep asking me, "What's your what do you do for business? What do you do for fun?" How are they contacting you? Through Instagram or through uh, our Instagram? No, oh, no, no, your. through yeah, through Messenger on Instagram. So it's a fun experience. Um, You're a fan favorite. That's I'm, why <laughs> I'm looking at the calendar. No Are we going thing. to Atlanta at the end of February? I can confidently say, yeah, I think so. I don't have anything. Okay. Do if you I, have a calendar, by the way? Autumn keeps the calendar for me. I need she you to have me a every digital morning. camera. It's great. Okay, digital ca- um, calendar. If that's the case, we'll talk off camera, confirm with our wives, and make sure that's fair. Then we'll pump up the show. We'll go out there and get content. 
Uh, I think it'd be kind of a fun thing. I like it, Lena. I like it for one multiple day, things. Though, I don't want to do it for like a week. No, yeah, a one day would even. be great. We we can bring the wives. They would have fun. They would have a great time. Um, all right. Uh, oh, you have a poll. And that was one thing that we talked. So we're also going to do this. We we heard what you guys had to say uh, on our last show before the break. You guys want to know about polls, like how they end up like because we keep asking all these questions. Hey, like Akuna Vlad Soto. Oh, that was on Instagram. Investment. Yeah, that was right. an Instagram post that we made. We put it up on a couple of places. What was the overall sentiment? Behind Soto that? to me is the pick. There. I think Soto was the biggest, you know, buy of anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, a, you know, there are outliers, of course, for Akuna and Vlad, but Soto seemed to be the biggest uh, one everyone wanted. Um, the so the other po- one, let me set up the poll here then. Yeah. So the poll here, so tops, uh, not tops, Panini hoops, 2021-22. So this year's class, Cade Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, all the guys, releases on Friday. It is the first, it's the first real release. I know there's the sticker and the Panini other thing that came out. This is the first real release of these this year's rookie in their pro uniform. And the great, you have pricing. I find this very interesting. What's the price? Oh, I, by the way. Oh, I was looking at the poll. I don't have pricing pulled up. One second. Um, to me, this is actually going to, and I say this because last year's came out at like five, $600. It was insanely expensive. Of course, the market was different then. I think you're going to be able to find this for like 225 bucks, 200 bucks in LCSs and from breakers. I think blowout was like 250. I want to say. It is. That, yeah. 249.95. I mean, that is not a horrible price. Guys tell you the rookie class is solid. What was the overall? So some of these options too were added by people, which is fine. Let's, we leave it open. I do. I do enjoy some of these. And we got like almost a thousand votes on this. So this is a decent. Yeah. So give me the, like the overall sentiment. And I'll take, first of all, let me tell you my sentiment. My sentiment was I'm still chasing last year. I've, oh, I'm, okay. I still like Anthony Edwards. I still like LaMelo. Well, and there's a question in mailbag um, just about this year's rookie class that we can talk about too. But um Bottom line, you put up the poll just asking like what people's thoughts were yep. on the product. The number one answer was don't care about this class yet. I, and I think that's because there's been no pro product. So how do you know where guys fall in line with, you know, like last pricing, year? I, you mean? Yeah, I can look yeah. at last year's pricing. And I know, hey, this guy should sell for 20% higher than him or less, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I also, none of these guys are making a lot. I'm not saying the class isn't good. On court, I think people who know a thousand times more about basketball than I do would tell you it's a very good and deep class. Who's your, like your headliners though? Headliners move product. This year we have had not really had anybody come out. Not that they're not good, but play for a team, be competitive, have a ton of hype coming in. You got to remember you're coming in at the tail end of mm-hmm. Luca, Trey, Zion, and Ja, and Lamelo and Anthony Edwards. Okay. Who are those two? We just don't have it yet. So, so that was number one. What is the overall um, sentiment? Would you say about hoops products? Yeah, that's weird. Last year burned a lot of people because it came out so high. What was it? Oh, I was like five or six hundred bucks on oh, release geez. last year. It was insane. Um, but I, I do think at this price point, you're going to see interest. And I think it's going to be available as well. I think there's a retail skew of this also. I have no problem with hoops for a couple hundred bucks. Okay. What, give me the next, like, give me the next top two or three answers. <laughs> well, so that's why I was asking you what poops. the overall hoops equals poops. Yeah. I mean, again, if it was $500, I would agree at 200. I I don't. That's not bad. Yeah. I just don't think it's horrible and it's going to sell really well because it's the first pro uniform stuff. Uh, Next answer was minor interest, maybe a break or two. That's all. I think that's where the majority of people are right now. I mean, it's, it was a pretty close to the number one vote actually. So 
Is there another one that has a lot of votes or is it kind of um, the next one up after that? It drops dramatically, but the next vote was chasing Evan Mobley. Oh, OK. Yeah, somebody had that. Again, good player. I, I don't know many guys chasing him right now, but. And just a handful of people voting will buy will be buying as much as possible. Yeah, I don't know if there's a. Re- so and here's the other thing I think is interesting. I start to wonder with this. We saw the Mac Jones, Don Ross cards, mm-hmm. right? $3,500 for the PSA 10s. Cause there were none. I think there's a weird angle here where some guys are going to rip this and hit Cade Cunningham, Mobley, Scotty Barnes and pay obscene amounts of money to get them graded yeah. quick yeah, with the hopes of doing this. Do you think they'll pay the if 300 you, or the, I think some guys will cause they saw what happened with Mac. Yeah, I would just say that's this. If you do not buy the first couple of copies of these cards graded, you're going to way overpay. They're going to absolutely no, tank. What? No, no, no. Buy the first couple of ones graded because if anything. Not for the high prices, though. The first ones are going to sell crazy high. Well, that's what I mean, though. Like, Don't the, buy them. Didn't they sell crazy high with Mac? I mean, they were high, and then they got even crazier high. That's what I'm saying. I just it's like you're playing a dangerous game. You are playing a dangerous I game. That is true. But, but I like hoops in general. And like for collectors, the one thing I like about this and not to get all sentimental, but I think this is a product you're going to be able to walk into a shop with your 11-year-old and actually buy a box, and it's not going to break the bank. Now, if $200 is just like obscenely expensive to you, that's fine, but wax isn't for you at this point. That's kind of where we're at in 2022, right? But I, I like the fact that you can do that. I think there's going to be retail of it as well. I don't care about hoops personally, but I do like that this really can appeal to a bunch of other people who have just different spends. I apologize if you said this, but I'm just curious. Does hoops usually come out before like their Panini Prism? Oh yeah, hoops is almost always the hoops and John Russell like the first two releases. But the Prism is the more sought after. Oh yeah, but it's also, uh, I mean, much more expensive. Yeah, as opposed to 200 a box, it's probably going to come out of I don't know a thousand to fifteen hundred a box. Because I'm looking at these and like they like they would catch my eye if I'm like a college or not a high school kid or something like that. Um, I think they look cool, mm-hmm. but. At the end of the day, if I'm like a real collector, I don't see a lot of they, these look like the Space Jam cards, like the colors and the. Yeah. And that's kind of know, what it's designed. That. I think it's designed toward the younger demographic because it's like those are the guys who are going to buy it, which, I, again, I like. I think it's cool to keep young dudes engaged to a degree and, and give people a product that is not a thousand dollars. So I do like that. OK. Um, the, let me say one other thing, too. Speaking of Panini products, Immaculate released last week, Immaculate Basketball and Immaculate UFC. Uh, Eddie broke them both. Maybe the nicest looking product of the year. Really? Dude, Immaculate Basketball was nice. And Immaculate UFC, I'm not a fighting fan. The cards, like the patches, so stupid nice. Really? Yeah, yeah, ridiculously nice. Okay, that's kind of cool to know. Um, What about baseball? Because there was a day over the weekend or over the week where you were texting the interns so many different pictures of prospect baseball that I was like, is there something I miss? What's oh, going Friday. on? Yeah. So last Friday was a release of draft. Okay. Yep. So massive the, product. It's actually really, really good. Is it, is draft just like, is that what everybody goes after at first? Just because it it's has the first hottest prospect cards. Okay. Yep. All right, cool. So Owen's best comes out this week, I guess. So there was some Eddie pulled some pretty good ones. Is that what? Yeah. I'm, Marcelo Maya, the kid for the Red Sox is huge. I wanted to get a draft guy on here. Fine. Send game of the name is his buddy from MLB. I texted him, did not hear back. Let's not talk any more about draft in case he texts back for Thursday. Yeah, if he hears this, I would like him to come on Thursday because I would like someone to give the angle. And I know some guys don't care about it. It won't be a huge thing. Mm-hmm. But I think it'd be cool. Like, hey, here's the market on these top 10 sellers. Yeah. 
what do you see for their potential future playing time promotions? I think it'd be cool to see real world versus market hype. And I think guys would really appreciate that too. Okay, cool. So that's an option. Um, I'd by the way, before we go into mailbag, I just want to say this has gone much better than I expected. We've only ever done a podcast in the same room together. Once in Florida. Florida was a train. And it was rough. First I didn't all, even want to v- be there. The owner of the VRBO <laughs> had the, had the, um, thermostat said at like 300. And if you touched it, she was like going to find, <laughs> she, had she, cameras texted, watching she texted us. you back and she was just like, if it goes below 75, it's going to ruin the unit <laughs> lady. I, I don't and I guarantee she was 75 wearing a sweater and freezing to death. That's fair. Yeah. That place. What but a train wreck. That being said, that was our only time doing it in person. Um, this has gone much better than I ever expected. I like that we have monitors I can look at, so we're not just sitting here looking at each other. And the fact that we have looked at each other a few times, and I don't feel completely honest. Also, I haven't about touched it. your face a lot today, which has been great. And you know why? Because this microphone's so close to my face, I'm afraid I'm going to hit it. So I don't even think to touch my face. I'm fine with that. You have anything else before we go to mailbag? I had one other thing. Yep, give it. There it no, is. I'm good. No, that was per. Yeah. You know, again. For the collectors, we are really trying to mold this thing a little bit more toward, oh, just buy this, flip this, and all that stupid stuff. Oh, that's a huge part of it. We'll never stop talking about that. There is one, like, really cool aspect of this hobby that I think is just like an, and I'm actually going to start getting back. Now that it's 2022, I can start selling again because we haven't, like, closed the fiscal year. Um, I am very intrigued to get back into it. And I just sold a bunch of these. I bought them all at the Nationals, as a matter of fact, from our buddy Adam. Adam, if you hear this, by the way. I need to know about table space in Atlantic city. I don't want to push. He said he's got it. I thought that was the case. I need like an actual phone conversation Okay, <laughs> just to make sure. Okay. I have been looking. I, I don't know why I caught my eye again, but I think it's like the coolest thing going. The rookie reprint autographs of like NFL legends. So there's like a whole set. I got to figure out the name. I'm sure some of the listeners will know. I think it's one of the coolest things going again. Like the Johnny Unitas I had and I sold it. There was a Jim Brown rookie reprint. Mm-hmm. Um, man, there's a whole bunch of them. Bart Starr reprints, has them. Are there, is there real value? It, it's a real card. It's a reprint of the rookie, but it's made by Topps. Or I think it does. But ones. it's still a reprint, though. But it's autographed. Oh. So it's basically like, hey, here's what the rookie card looks for. There's two angles here that I think are just really cool for collecting that I think I'm actually going to chase in 2022. And I'm still working on my 2002 Signs of the Times autos. Rookie reprints of like, of the Hall of Famers like those guys. They're autos. And then authentic rookie cards that are autographed. So like the Jim Brown 1958 rookie, just the actual card autographed and slabbed by PSA, SGC, whoever slabs it. I think that's kind of a cool... I do like that. Market yeah. that is, and even other guys. Like I would buy an Elway, a Dan Marino, Jim Kelly, like that too. I, I think there's like a cool market for that. And I'm not telling you they're going to like 10x... I just think that's something I'm actually going to start chasing. I saw a dude post like a whole bunch of these and it was like his PC. And you know what's going to be back into it is we've set up the basement now. We ordered the pool table oh, comes tomorrow. God, I'm so excited. The bar oh. is installed. We got to go get a couch. She got the chairs. I just think that's like a cool display item. So I do too. I think it's a talking piece as well. I I was going to say something about vintage. Um, go ahead. What's the deal with the pricing on vintage? It is... So ridiculously low because I actually, I was going to ask you, did you buy anything over the break? Because I did. I went out and I was looking for some more Shaquille O'Neal's. In fact, I don't know what I was watching. It might have been Kazam. Who knows? Kazam, I watch pretty regularly. It doesn't matter. He is a living legend. Um, That being said, I was like, I I wouldn't mind another 
few rookies. I haven't even looked at the pricing. Last time I bought the PSA nine rookie was fifty dollars. Oh, PSA well, nine, nine. Yep. was was fifty dollars. I was like, oh, man, it's had to have gone back up by now. I bought two of them for thirty five dollars each. PSA nine rookie card, and it's not over popular. I mean, there there's a decent amount of them, but it's not a crazy amount by any means. I just I don't know. I just think that's kind of insane, and I think. And this is not a pump and dump because I'm not dumping anything, but I do think that is a card that why not spend $35 on like 20 of them and just hold on just to wait. Them. Yeah. You know, the other thing, like a vintage market that went crazy, Sam Jones, he played in the fifties and sixties with Bill Russell. Mm-hmm. I want to say he won like eight rings or something ridiculous. All those guys did. Wow. He died last week. His market instantly went through the roof. Well, John Madden too. Yeah, so John Madden's funny. He doesn't have a ton of stuff in the card space anyways, but his market, the stuff he does went high. I guess that's always my, and not to be morbid, but I've talked about this before. That is always, to me, the one safety net for vintage. If you buy in at a decent price, if they're a living legend, when they die, it's going to spike and it's going to settle below the spike, but the new floor is going to be higher than the old ceiling. I have not made any big purchases though, because again, we just finished painting the house. I also carry a huge... uh, spend with Eddie. Like I always try to carry it into the next year. So I don't take on a bunch of money from last year. Oh, I kind okay. of just to help with, with my own taxes. Um, but now that I've reset that, I am going to be back on the hunt to start buying again. Well, the other one that died, unfortunately, very sadly, oh. Betty White. I did see that. Betty White. Man, died. Does she have pop century cards? She does not have uh, actually. No, I don't believe she does, but she does have a card that one of our fans at the national came and gave me. Seriously? Yeah. Like he gave me one of her Betty White cards, but it's not an auto. So there are a number of these that are actually autoed. And some of them have sold legit, like, um, let me see, $200, yeah. $100, $450 for this graded one. How about that Taylor Swift CD, though? But the Taylor Swift, though. Um, so I'm just saying there's still, if anybody thinks that it's cooled off Pop Century or any of these celebrity cards, I feel like I've. I went on specifically before I went to Shaq cards. I went specifically just looking for what are some like outlier C-list celebrity pop century cards out there. Well, you're not talking about Betty. No, you're no, a couple of grades low. Oh, C. I was not. Ta- I didn't start with Betty, but it is before before we like a couple months ago, you could find all these cards graded even so in some cases, 20, 30 bucks, even non-graded five bucks. I cannot find like a nobody card for less than like 30 bucks. It's crazy. So um, it is It is funny. I, I am curious to see what 2022 brings for the celebrity card market. i tell you one other interesting fact. The Bengals have not lost a game since I said they're oh, going to miss the playoffs. Listen, we got a, we got mailbag, and we're going to talk All a right, little bit about it. Then we can be done. All right. Oh, we can we at least tease the app? Two things, the app and the YouTube. Oh, yeah, but I feel like that's kind of like underwhelming now. Okay, we'll, we'll save the app. Let's the YouTube the, show. Yeah. I do want to announce this because we put it on our social. It starts tomorrow. It's going to be a weekly show. Um, we have had been throwing around the idea of having a third man in again, cause we want a super different dynamic than we have here. Did we not talk about this yesterday? No, on here. We didn't though. Are yeah. we doing audition to, or no? No. Remember we talked about this, that that sounds like a bad idea. And people agreed that we're not doing an audition that it would be uh, more like a, if we find somebody that fits in, okay. we could have them. And in- that's right. Never mind. <laughs> yep. We're good. <laughs> So, but if you're a celebrity, news. if you're a celebrity with a huge following and you want to come mess around That's, with us, and you want to stay that. on permanently, yeah, well, absolutely. No, they have to be good. Okay, okay, mailbag. Yes, mailbag. It is <gasps> mailbag. 
Our I'm neighbors in your hate. Kind of nervous. These about walls this are paper thin. And paper Jesse thin. is yelling. I did put up the sound thing, <laughs> and I help. think it doesn't do a single thing unless you wrap it around your throat. <laughs> all right, I have so twelve mean. minutes. And I have okay. To go. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's bust some of these out. I wanted to come on here and do like a two-hour show last first one back just to give people some extra content. That's okay. You know what they can do? Listen to this episode twice. <laughs> Chris Shoemaker, is anyone selling Trevor Lawrence? I think it's time to buy. I think that's not a bad idea. I mean, he has looked brutal, but I don't think you can give up on him as a prospect. If you're going to buy him, I just wait. Why do it now? He's got one because more game. Just oh. wait till the offseason. Oh, okay. Let me skip to that question. There's okay. someone who asked about the offseason in your comments about it. Um, uh, bu- bu- just Not sharing the screen on this one, I noticed. Dead silence. Um, I, oh, I could now. That's true. Um, you know what? I can't find the question. It's in here. So since I can't find it, just I'm just going to go on to the list. next one. I just really. I mean, people love the silence. That's why they listen to the podcast. <laughs> here. Shut that off right now. Oh, it's short. I, don't, I can live with that. That's a short one. All right. Um, Just go down the list. We're going we're to go down the list. We'll get to the question eventually. Rapid fire. Ruben Mitchell. Yep. John Madden cards. Are those a buy now and hold or wait till the price drops? Wait till it drops. Next. Yeah. Uh, Alex Furman. Shout out from the UK. Uh, he says. Stop yelling. Is there. I didn't yell. Him. Is, Shout out. No. Is, okay. that's, a, that's a good one. Uh, is there a best time of year to sell or buy? I've got some slabs I'd like to consign, but unsure if there's any info um, or sports boy data crunching, in quotes, available to support this. I would tell you this. Here's a long way around that. We, I have talked to Chris at Card Ladder. We are going to have like a Chris and Jesse segment, heavy segment on the podcast. Heavy on the Chris. I'm thinking I'll about the there. first week of every month to recap the pre so like first week of, G- of February mm-hmm. recap a specific sector market, whatever. And he can have actual sales data to back it up yes. to show you what sports are doing. What obviously I'm there excited. are times I mean, baseball right now, by and large that is non prospect baseball is down. Not the time to sell football is still crazy hot, especially for teams that are actually going to make the playoffs or could potentially do it. I'd sell football. Now, if you're looking to sell right now, football's a good sell. Basketball is kind of stagnant unless they're breakout stars that are coming out of nowhere. But in general, basketball is a little stagnant in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, football, I can't speak like soccer, football. I can't speak to that UFC stuff. If you have that stuff slabbed, it seems like that's really hot right now. Um, so, yeah, I think a lot of it is seasonal. So speaking of football and selling, would you agree that you should sell Burrow? Jeremy Judd says looking hotter each week. And I keep being wrong about him. Though. I know you've said it so I many feel- times. I mean, he looked good. Here's what's insane, though. They just beat the Chiefs, who I still think are the best team in the AFC when they click. I, I mean, the AFC is so wide open right now. I honestly think this is one of the first okay, times. First off, the Titans are dominating, and it's amazing how good they're doing. Yeah, like I'm if you so told excited. me Derrick Henry was coming back healthy, I, I think, he is. I think they're gonna. I think they have a, the best chance to come out of the East, out of the AFC. I, I just they will. I hope so. They, I, all they have to do is beat the te- the Texans. Granted, they lost to them I'm once. saying in the playoffs, though, to oh, win in I the see. playoffs. I see. Man, with Burrow, I don't know. I'm uh, here's the thing. Whatever I say, it doesn't matter. Do the opposite. I've been wrong about that guy every step of the way. But the only the only thing I would I do stick to. We're hearing the comparison now. Well, Burrow over Herbert, Herbert over Burrow. They are the same. They're both phenomenal, and we've never seen either one of them in a playoff game. Let's see how they perform in the playoffs. And and Herbert might not even make the playoffs. So mm. playing Oakland this week, if they win, they're in. Or not Oakland anymore, Las Vegas. 
curious, do you care at all that the Titans are winning and that they could be? I root for the Titans third. Bucks, Pats, Titans. Pats. Oh, that's upsetting. All it's right. my team. Whatever. Bam Nuju. Bowman draft has been insane so far this year in yep. terms of difficulty of getting a team you want in a PYT. Pick your team. It, with demand this high, where do you see the price settling? And does this show that the at least baseball prospect market is still extremely healthy? Yeah. I mean, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when the lockout happened. Miners are not affected by that. I think the prospect market will continue to prosper. That's a good sign for it. Couple that with the fact that Bowman Draft is, I would argue, the hottest baseball product every year. And now also the fact that it's just tough to find that stuff. Okay. It's a And it's it's a pretty good class. Kind of like a perfect storm for I think pricing. right now you're probably breaking around the... Th- I, I think over the next week to two weeks, you start seeing case breaks range around the 4,000 mark total-ish. Okay. In, the, in that range. Um, Michael... and Oh, this is it. This is the question. Michael Chupsinski. Chuppy. <laughs> When talking about some players' individual cards, you sometimes say, I would wait till the offseason to pick some of him up. Is there a common trend that supports waiting till the offseason? I would think that you should buy now on somebody you think could pop in the second half of a season instead of waiting. Oh, well, that's different. Okay, we're talking about apples to oranges now. Trevor Lawrence is done in a week. Why buy him now? Wait a month. Ja Morant has three months left and then maybe the playoffs. I would buy buy Ja right now because he could potentially play better and do you know have other indicators that make him go up. Okay, that's the difference. Uh, I'm talking, okay, yeah. At the end of a season, though, why would you buy him? Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Yep. Clear, that's clarity. Um, Greg Allison, and here's the thing: I don't know if you'll know this answer because I'm not sure how familiar you are with the Phoenix Suns. Would like to hear your view on who is cardboard relevant with Phoenix Suns outside of just Booker. Suns are nearly tied uh, atop the standing with Warriors, despite mm-hmm. COVID players being out. Yep. Aiden could be an all-star this year. Cameron Johnson, sixth man, question mark. Mikal Bridges, defense player of the year, question mark. Yeah, Bridges has played really well. Uh, he's de- he's defensive minded. I don't I don't think the hobby cares about that as much. Um, you know, Chris Paul, if you're just going for a guy to buy and hold and, and just be happy that you collected him, great. DeAndre Ayton is a big man that's not that exciting of a scorer in general. And I think on that team, he's just a clear number three. So, I, you know, I don't know that there's a market there if you're getting into it to flip. But I do think DeAndre Ayton is probably a reasonable buy. Like, I know Greg's got a kid who's into cards. If your son was like, hey, I want a, a, an Ayton card to hold because I like him, I don't think it's a bad buy. I think he's going to be a relevant top five center the next 10 years. There's not, a, I mean, there's not a lot of great centers in the league right now. So I, I think he's good. Um, Cameron Johnson, same thing. Cameron Johnson's giving you glimpses. He had a nice spike during the playoffs last year. You know, six man though. I don't. I, I don't expect huge numbers, but I, I think he's a safe buy. All you Phoenix fans, you must love this talk. Anybody Booker's, who hates them, yeah, Booker's great. I just, you know, again, where is he historically in his pricing? Okay, uh, Stephen Ortiz. Uh, this isn't really a question, but it needs to be said. Mike's prediction of Joe Burrow is funny in the sense that yep. I think you fired him up You're because welcome. he's been on fire. I was wrong about him also, but wow, he's just playing out of his mind. Uh, ridiculous. That's yep. just a nice comment. Yep. Um, Andrew Donnelly, demand has been crazy for Bowman Draft, but it seems there aren't many normal base hits for the top prospects, i.e. Henry Davis, Harry Ford, Lawler, Mayer. Does Super Jumbo tend to have more hits? 
Well, it does have more hits. Super has five autos as opposed to Jumbo that has three. And in general, Super Jumbo has less color, so more of the base. Oh, okay. Slightly. Okay. It is kind of a myth, though, that Super Jumbos have no color. That's not the case. But Super Jumbos were also printed late this year. Those have always released and shipped on the same day. We still have not received Super Jumbo. Uh, I think that people would like to get your opinion on Heron Hernandez's question. Heron? I mean, Aaron. Sorry, Heron. Um, Should the pump and dump narrative just go away already? If you're, he says dumb enough. I don't really like that. I do. If you're not smart enough. No, that's still not nice. Just say it. If you're a person to blindly listen to a content creator, don't you deserve to lose your money? I mean, if it fools you twice, you do. You know, the craze happened. Pump and dumps are still very real, though. Like I said, with that whole Pokemon situation, I think by and large, the number of people involved in that are just trying to pump stuff up to dump their own crap and and overall, not scam, but mislead at the very least. Mm -hmm. But at this point, you have seen that happen enough. Yeah. I don't think you need to get caught up in it again. I think people are trying to do the same thing. We talked about this a few weeks ago with the ticket market now. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't, if you like tickets, cool. I just don't need people to tell me, not only are they cool, they're going to be the next asset class. Just collect them because they're cool. Like, I don't, we're still seeing that being pumped though by different YouTube shows and podcasts in the space. There's every week there's stuff being pumped. I do think you need to be smart enough at this point to stay away from it. Like we always say, do your own research. Um, Yeah, do your own research. And I would just say, look into the track record of the people saying it. That's also true. But also, do these idiots ever tell you when they're wrong? Joe Burrow, I could not have been more wrong about. Couldn't have been. I am totally upside down on my Tua investment. I mean, there's a number of things. Tua did not look good the other day. He didn't. I I really thought they were going to pull out a crazy win and make the playoffs. I was so You know what they did? The opposite of that. Um, Not win? uh, One more question. How about that? Two more questions. One, two? I don't know. Just go. Give a couple. Fire them off quick. Let's look at the camera. Hi, guys. We keep forgetting to look at it. I'm not going to look at it. Well, you will for YouTube. You have to. So just practice. I'll Brian Alecki. Do copyright laws. I, I don't can know if that it. works. If you I just made up it. a song. Uh, Brian Alecki, with Fanatics taking over and the real possibility of overprinting on the horizon, I would have to think that 2000 to 2017 cards like Topps Chrome and Prism would hold long-term value. Thoughts? I agree. However, I do think this the doomsday scenario of Topps and Panini overprinting going forward is way overplayed just because everything's backed up. They couldn't print more right now if they wanted to. And with the influx of more people. Yeah, more people as well. And they're already printing a lot. But yeah, they just, they don't have the capabilities right now, the printers to do that. So I think that's kind of a safeguard to a degree. I think that they're, I think what a lot of people see is overprinting of things that nobody wants. Like, and that's why it seems like it's overprinting. Um, Dallas James Morrison. DJM, yeah. You know him. When it comes to growing a Facebook group, say for breaking, how do you get started? What are a couple main things you should do to grow its membership from nothing? So this would apply as well to just like buy and sell groups. Our Facebook group, the breaking group does well. Geo breaks. There's like 6,000 members. One of the most engaged and active groups around sports cards. Nonsense. I think is up to almost 25,000 now. Um, you know, give but there's people, no buying and selling on there. No. Just to clarify, give people content, you know, go live. As a new breaker, I would be doing like previews of product. Like, hey, here's why you should break with me. I'm doing more research into the product to give you better value. Uh, my pricing is going to be competitive. My shipping, highlight your good points. Don't do what some of these idiots do where we only pull fire. <laughs> you cannot control that, right? 
What I can control is I can always respond to DMs and emails if there's an issue with a break. I can ship out within 48 hours, protect packages, ship correctly. I can be entertaining when I'm breaking without being obnoxious and yelling about $2 cards. Secure product that your room works. Mm -hmm. Do giveaways that are targeted toward people who spend. Not these, again, the biggest mistake I see, add three people to this room and we'll do a giveaway. You're adding people who are just going to leave and you're wasting your money. I would do what me and Eddie do. It is, hey, if you've spent money in the month of, of December, mm-hmm. drop a one. We'll confirm it if we don't know the name. That person wins 500 bucks or whatever it is. Yeah. Reward the guys who are helping you build and then take a personal interest. You know, hey, Jesse, ninth break in a row. I saw you buy the Pirates. I happen to get a $10 Cabrian Hayes rookie in my thing the other day. Put it in the dude's package. Like, just give him the card for nothing and build a little rapport. There's a lot of that stuff that can be done okay. that I just don't think people do because they just see money. That's true. Okay. Um, one that's more. It. I want one more. I want one I, more. Let me see. Oh, I do have one more. Give me that one more. Chris Duff. You made it. You old Is so he the and champion? So. Oh, who's the champion? No, I was going to say. I was gonna, okay. I'm going to give the champion at the end. All right. Chris <laughs> Duff. He says, there were some comments over the weekend about the new NBA draft class and guys struggling to become hobby relevant. Mm -hmm. How many guys are truly hobby relevant at the same time? And what does it take for a rookie to crack through? Especially if guys like Jalen Brown, Spider Mitchell, and Kat KAT are are all-star players, but with fairly low card value. So hype coming out of into the draft is a huge thing, which nobody this year had. Even though Cade Cunningham, I think, most people agree is very good. Some of the other guys, Mobley, Barnes. Nobody had hype. The most hyped up guy was Jalen Green. And he's been kind of a mess off the court, at least a little bit. And he's playing in Houston, who is terrible. Is it weird that there's a Jalen Brown and a Jalen Green? Jalen Blue, Jalen Red. <laughs> Whole family of Jalens. You know, what do you do? Be relevant on a winning team. And even that is not always enough. Spider Mitchell is on a winning, is on a very, I mean, they've been great the last few years. Yeah. He hasn't really cracked through that. Although he has some value, though. It doesn't mean everybody's going to be Luka. But you've got to come out, either come out with big hype like Zion, because that hype will sustain you for months, no matter what you do, or play out of your mind. Like, Luka does something we've never seen before. So, what do, you know, Cade Cunningham is in Detroit. They're horrible. Green is in Houston. You know, even the kid for again, I have not done any research. Is it Scotty Barnes for the Raptors? Look that up right now. No, honestly, if Ronnie was here, he would Ron? know. I'm trying to think yeah. it's either him or Scotty the Raptors have a great player. And by the way, I don't care. Oh, you don't know anything about sports? No, we don't. <laughs> I have not. Until pro uniform stuff comes out, I pay no attention. Toronto Raptors. Yeah. He's played really, really well. He's playing for Toronto. Yeah. So you need one of these guys to really ball out, to get some headlines and to make some noise. And you need to start seeing product in pro uniform. So hoops will start that ball rolling. That'll be interesting to see what happens after product comes out for, for pro uniform for these guys. And I want to see, see what the, if, I want to see like what the first Scotty Barnes PSA 10 base card does. Yeah. Does it do like a thousand bucks pop one? Cause for that week it was a pop one. I think it gets weird with that. I do think we're going to see Mac Jones esque type rises here. Be interesting. But I would just say be very cautious. I wouldn't mess with it. All right. There you go. I got to home meet a contractor. Um, before we end a big shout out to Corey Maine. Corey Maine, otherwise known as CD something, whatever. He is the winner of our Sports Cards Nonsense Fantasy League. Um, I'm not going to say that doesn't. 
It was very difficult to say that because I was leading this league almost the entire time. Best record in the regular season. Um, you, you drew Breeze this thing. I had the first bye week. Yep. And in my first game against Corey, you know, it was a tough match. And uh, I forgot to set my lineup. <laughs> like, I always get an update to set my lineup. I lost. And the app did not update me to set it. And I totally forgot. And that was the first game. AJ Brown came back and put up like 40, 40 points. points. And I lost to it was I lost my playoff game by one and a half points because Van Jefferson only got three points from me. He played that Monday night. I was like, dude, or Tuesday night actually needed like two points. We do need to have another contest of some kind to get some does engagement. Corey, what is Corey? Does Corey get anything? Or is it just a pat on the back? I can't remember. Did we say anything about that? Know. He gets the he gets the third of our salary. All right, <laughs> I came in third place, so no one cares. Not about great. That. Um, I do want to point out where Mike came in. Now. Mike came in f- fourth place. We both won zero playoff games. So we're all losers except for Corey. We do need to get some type of a thing going. You know what I want to do, actually? An NFL playoff pick them. You have to pick the winners of every game up into the Super Bowl. How do we do that? Is that just like keep track of it? Yep. We'll have people screenshot entries. Like We'll put a blank thing, write the name, screenshot, or just make your predictions every round. In the same post. Here's so the thing. From, Mike is a great big picture guy, but I don't know if he's thought through we how did this, this for is baseball be done. Too. It's very easy to do. We did this for the World Series last year. I did this for the World Series last year. When we had 25,000 people in the Facebook group? You can do it here. We keep it open only for a day. You don't keep it open all the time. Okay. Get some good engagement. Then you lock the comments. And the week after, you just go with the list of you guys are still eligible. Now you guys are still eligible. That's it. Uh, I see. round one, you have to pick all the way through the Super Bowl. Let's get Denton and Max on this ASAP. I'll take care of this. Denton yeah. and Max, I would like the two interns to focus this week on the top 10 best-selling 2021 Bowman draft prospects right now. I'd like to recap that listening? product. They better. They better be listening. You're the only person involved in the show who doesn't have to listen. <laughs> all right. Uh, again, last reminder, the YouTube show drops tomorrow. Sports Cards Nonsense is the YouTube my prediction is in six months, we are the most viable and best. Well, we're going to be the best show on YouTube after after the first episode. Sure. But I do think, I'm hoping we get some big ratings there. We have some cool features going to do there. We'll be back on Thursday for the podcast like normal. Ronica will be back with us. Thank goodness. That's it. We're done. What would you think about a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday recording? I don't hate it. Mondays are a tough day. For I know. Me, so. I'm, I've been de- leaning more towards it. I could do that. New Year's, Tuesday, Thursday podcast? We would have to check that with Simmons. I can't imagine in mind, but I don't yeah. know who we have to check that with, but I would love that. I also right. like the mornings. Okay. Hit him, hit him with the we have sports cards. Nonsense brought to you by the ringer podcast network and uncle bill uh, and paid for by Spotify. We like them. Make sure you check out our socials, check out the website, sportscardsnonsense.com. Send us emails of why Jesse's the greatest man on the earth. Goodbye. Bye.